And now, live from Tiny Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. The number one result when you Google beautiful, talented, and Jenna Kim Jones, it's Jenna Kim Jones. A man so nice, he'll gather a rolling stone. Think about it. It's Alan Moss, the three-time winner of the Little Miss Fancy Gums pageant. It's Dustin Goot, a very special guest. And Chef Jeff's over here making fart noises with his butt. I'm her husband, Daniel, asking you to keep your pubes on fleek, hop on board the love bus, and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with her good times never end. Allison Rosen. Hello, my little persimmons. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'd like to say hello to my guest. Hello, Dustin Goot. Hello, Allison. I think persimmon was a repeat. Oh, no. Was it? Oh, I don't remember that one. It could have been. I don't want to. There's been a lot of carbs. I don't want to falsely impugn you, but. uh... Well, here's the good news. Superfan Megan probably knows. Because I think she's kept a a carb log. Ooh, carb log. That should be that something. That sounds like something Not a delicious. blog about carbs, which I should Or about keep. cars. <laughs> yes. I thought it was about cars, yeah. No, it'd be a log of carbs. Hmm. I thought it was a car made out of baguettes. It could, there's so many ways <laughs> we can go with this. It's really like a Rorschach test for things at the beginning of a show. Hello, Jenna. Hi. Hello, Alan. Hello. Hello, husband Daniel. Hi. I feel like I'm not your favorite person right now. We no, can that's get okay. into that later. And hello, Jeff Fox. <laughs> hello. And I have a special guest in the corner of the room. It's Vince Mancini from, from Film Drunk, and we will be chatting with him in just a bit. Yay. Hello. Woo-hoo. He's nodding and saying hi, even though he doesn't <laughs> yeah. have a mic. I don't know why He's I do that. He's in the creepy isolated guest chair. We should that's get it out <laughs> that all special guests get. We, have a, we had a discussion, Jeff and I did, just, just moments ago about how we're going to get another mic. So then people will be um, amplified when they say hello. Okay, so, so very much to get to. I'm already worried that we're not going to be able to get to everything. Um, So I will just quickly say my stuff, and then we'll go around. Well, actually, I'll give you a little preview of what we're going to get to. Um, (coughs) The usual segments. We have an email from someone who's been using the Hey Go Fuck Yourself ringtone. Remember, Dustin? Amazing. You asked. Um, I have to say. I asked for a whole wedding between them, but I, I'll settle for a, an email. I mean, it, you know, oh, yeah. Rome wasn't oh, I built forgot. in a day. Right. I forgot. We were going to make this like a um, reality show where we set two people up who yeah. both have a ringtone. <laughs> we'll get there. The FYI network just picked it up. <laughs> um, what else do I have? I have? Well, I have a lot of other stuff. And everyone here has a story. We came prepared. Yeah. But I, ha- I need to address something. I felt like you were throwing a little dental shade at Dustin by calling him Miss Fancy Gums. Yeah, I was. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. That's right. I'm not going to hide from that. I know. Here, I'm going to let Daniel's you in. Daniel's thrown a few barbs in the Listen, intros. I'm, I'm okay with that dynamic. <laughs> Dustin's the one bragging about his gums last week. <laughs> Ooh la la, Mr. Gums over here. He has um, gingivitis. Is that what you have? <laughs> Everyone gingivitis? does, right? Not gingivitis. gingivitis. <laughs> no, rec- you have... Um, not gingivitis. Just receding gums. Receding gums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he has gum jealousy. 
Yeah. Yeah. Listen, uh, look. Don't get mad at me. I've got I'm very common at our age. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't worry it is, about actually. it. Yeah, I know. But then also with your feeling like there's no good dentist, Daniel actually likes his dentist. Although he's thinking of moving. Well, she there, doesn't listen. She's got one on me, so there we're like dentally even. There's a lot of tension in this room. I know. You know? It's just been dental crazy I mean, in my I know. life lately. I feel like all I've done is think and talk about dentists for and a week. You just perform for with. a room yeah. of like 500 dentists. I know. Maybe it was crazy. Just, I, I want to tell people about my recent, the whole egg retrieval situation because I posted a photo on Instagram oh, yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. But I, maybe we should first hear about your dental experience. Oh, well, mine is way less exciting than egg retrieval. Let's get real. I doubt it. But uh, it was great. Really fun show. Surprising. The dentists had a good sense of humor. They all laughed. They were excited to be there. And and afterwards, they're like, man, you got like a whole room of dentists to laugh. Wow. Is that like, hard wow. to do? Apparently. I guess. Yeah. They're pretty wow. dry people. Uh, they, yeah. They don't seem like a whole bag of laughs. Yeah. But they were like I've always had it. sort of goofy dentists. I well, mean, they I dedicated I... their lives to teeth and mouths. Mm. So. Yeah. Right. Think about it. They always have one up on you because their fingers are in your mouth. I know. So they never really have a conversation with someone who's at their best. Maybe maybe they're easy because they have laughing gas. So they always just plug Mm -hmm. into that. So it's harder. Right. I sold DVDs afterward and a couple, like a bunch of the dental hygienists were like, we're totally buying this to play in our office. Wow. <laughs> so I, like to, I like to think that my DVD is now being played in dental offices. That's amazing. That's amazing. A whole that group was of really exciting. Yeah. We'll associate your DVD with unpleasant with that procedures. Drill. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's really great. It was, it was just a Utah dental association. I was going to say, if, if, if your DVD is playing in a dental office in L.A., and my insurance covers it. I feel like that could be the tiebreaker for me. Oh, wow. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Good point. Well, it could move west. Yeah. Well, it's funny because you guys were talking about California dentists not being great. And I went and I afterward, after I finished my show, the guy who was in charge of the convention who hired me, like walked me around so he could get me a bunch of free stuff from all the vendors. And I sat and talked to this one guy who was showing me some machine that looks at your teeth that costs like $200,000. And I'm like, are you going to sell a lot of these? Is this something you like come and so he's like, well, in Utah, because for some reason, Mormons become dentists, probably because it's like a nice, good profession that's stable. I don't know. He's like, because he wasn't a Mormon. He was from another state. But he's like, yeah, we always come to this one because there's so many Mormons here and they all become dentists. There are more dentists here than anywhere else. Huh. And because huh. there's so many, they all try to be the best. And so we sell so many of these machines wow. here. What are these machines? They're like these new things that it's look at your X-ray teeth all 3D right? and they draw a picture yeah. of your teeth like right then and there. And it's actually really cool. But um, but yeah, they said that Utah's a good market. So there's probably really great dentists in Utah. Dustin, are you looking at me thinking it's only a matter of time till someone uses it on their butt or am I the only one thinking that? <laughs> Draws like That's a 3D just you, butt. Okay. That's the verdict on that one. <laughs> I guess so. It, yeah. it is only a matter of time till people are drawing three. Because I mean, if you have a machine that can draw three D, your teeth are not going to be what you're going to want to see right away. <laughs> not really. True. Yeah. What, is it X ray? I'm not sure. It's, it was the I craziest it, yeah. machine. I've I don't ever think seen. an X ray of your butt is going to be all X-ray, that. X-ray, nice but it's like akin well, to that. Speak about your own butt. There's one way to find out. <laughs> That's it's right. Like, pelvises. <laughs> I, I love asked. the pelvic bone. It's the sexiest part of the skeleton. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think. I was there offered is a uh, electrical <laughs> stimulation on my groin today. That reminds what? me. What? Say what? Yeah, do tell. Yeah, 
What was, happened? And, uh, Some guy I'm, came up to me on the street. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just one of, you know, I work in Venice now, I told you. It's just one of these things. Very new age over there. No, really? Uh, no, I've been doing, uh, I've had a hip injury for uh, from last year and it's been really annoying and nagging. I've been doing physical therapy and and there it's like because it's been nagging and they're not totally sure what's causing it it's like the the physical therapists have been going like deep in their bag of tricks like every time i go in they're like feel any improvement i'm like oh it feels about the same and they're like well we got this other thing and i feel like they're like <laughs> they're like digging like way back in the closet now like like last week that my woman used um uh, this like scythe like instrument it was like a it was like a metal like curved hard uh really kind of uh you know medieval looking thing <laughs> except it was it was shiny it was it didn't look like rusty like mm-hmm. she had just like dug it out of her backyard or something but um and she just like instead of massaging you know with hands like most people do she like rammed the uh the like curved not blade but like curved flat metal uh surface that she like had you were in her dough? hands yeah uh over uh over the like afflicted area which happens to be my groin um and um and was like oh it's really you know like uh loosens up the fibers of the muscle and she's like you'll probably have bruising uh, oh my god that's like, okay. awful wow. the things um, you pay for yeah, yeah and it's like well just did she ever start to wonder if maybe it, there isn't a problem at all and that's <laughs> you just <laughs> well no there is a problem that's why i went in is because i've had the, none of these things are working keep trying <laughs> try the one where you massage it really hard there there is pain there yeah but um well yeah because she's ramming yeah, she, you with she's bruising metal you metal yeah. yeah well there was pain before that but i'm it's it seems like a it a weird way to treat pain is to give worse pain <laughs> Um, unless it's one of those things where it's like, I'll hit you in the head so you're not worried right, about your to groin. distract you. Um, <laughs> but the, this time they offered electrical stimulation. I was like, yeah. Did you, you go know, for tee, it? Tee it right up. That's, I mean, it's just... So they electrified just your balls? empty out all the options. No, they were very careful. They asked me, you know, when they were applying... Well, they actually had me apply some of them because it's, you know... Are they electrodes? It's in a sensitive area. Um, and they were like, you know, make sure it's not touching anything you don't want it to be touching. Meaning balls, like, right? Um, just, okay. And um, unless you want that, yeah. right? That's what I was gonna say. I mean, unless, unless that's I what you're into. That. But obviously, yeah. No I said, here. I said no when they left the room. I snuck it up. Uh, so up, yeah. the butt. <laughs> I know. I wasn't sure, but I assumed. What other ups are there? Yeah. I mean, up under the balls could is the other one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, my I'm not that old. My my balls don't hang that low, okay. so it's still it's still an upward direction to right. get to them. So how did it feel? And it actually was a pleasant sensation. Well, they actually, they start the machine and then they ask you, like, you know, they turn it up as much as you can tolerate it. And it's, it's like, like Stanford Prison Experience. No, it's like the milli... Yeah, milli- yeah. What is that? The milligram? Uh, that thing? Yeah. Milgram. You know, everyone Milgram. knows what I'm talking about, Is it about, Milgram? Right? It's like Milgram, Milgram or something. Yeah. 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 It's like that. <laughs> except yeah. with your... Well, kind of, except they were, they were like, if it's painful, we'll turn it down. And I think they would have. So it's... Did yeah. you... Did you... Did it become painful at any point? No, it's just like a tingly sensation. I would be so afraid of that. Did they yeah. make you register on any websites or anything like that? There was no cameras. I feel like there's a whole other. <laughs> uh, no, was, I thought it was weird that it was live streaming to Germany. <laughs> oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it seemed like I saw a lot of credit card numbers like flying up the screen. <laughs> right. Did your hair stand up? Strange. Was, you, did, was your dick like a Tesla coil or something? Was, was sparks flying off of it? Whoa! Personal questions. <laughs> I don't know what a Tesla coil is, uh, but I'll assume yes. 
Uh, but it was like what you saw this morning. Yeah, <laughs> that's what a Tesla coil is. Yeah, it was like my gums are all the time. <laughs> <laughs> fancy and, and fancy and tight around your teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, this has become an incredibly medical podcast, which is not how it always is for anyone who's a new listener. It's not always like this. Now, sit back while I talk about medical stuff for the next 11 <laughs> minutes. Um, so on Friday, I had the egg retrieval. Um, Daniel and I are trying to get pregnant, and we're doing minimal stimulation. Well, Allison's trying to get pregnant. I know. I don't know why I've become one of those people who says we're. It's me. I'm trying to get pregnant. Yeah. With your sperm, but, yeah, hopefully. He, you're but sort also, of I'm helping. not picking. I mean, yeah. 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 It is much more all about me having to I'm, do I'm stuff, doing though. very little. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've... Uh, put your sperm in a cup i don't know yeah. why i just described it that way Ew. there's m- many funnier ways to describe it there's although been- i realized did kim kardashian go through this process oh i don't know so a lot of people have been tweeting me to say that they think that they saw my fertility clinic on keeping up with the kardashians because we talked about their trademark is that they have starburst and then daniel made the funny joke they're the most expensive starburst ever because every Hilarious doctor joke. in the clinic yeah. Yeah. Got a thunderous response. Yeah, Every good, doctor in the clinic has a jar of Starburst on their um, desk and they have Starburst in mm-hmm. the front and they never have pink ones. Although I have to say, tangent, I feel like I'm coming around to liking yellow the best. I don't yellow's, know what's going yellow's on. Yellow's good. Yeah. Wait a second. Yeah, I recall I like being yellow. the only one on board with yellow. Uh, when, uh, no. Yeah. Uh, check the tape. I. Uh, <laughs> Trust me, I like yellow. Always have, always have. Mm-hmm. Another, another yeah. thing for the fan to look Red, at. not yeah. so much. Now that it's yeah. cool to like yellow. Pink and yellow together, mm-hmm. that's my jam. Oh, right. Anyway. Yeah. Yes. Well, so <laughs> anyway, um, yes, apparently Kim Kardashian does go to the same place. And everyone knew because they saw Starburst on the desk uh, in the scene. It was very fast. We watched it. The whole thing I was wondering was... I wonder if it's product placement. Well, that's another thing I was wondering. So the whole, the first whole thing I was wondering was, at what time of day does this happen? Because there's just no way Kim Kardashian and her whole film crew could be rolling through this office when everyone else is there. Because they're pretty busy. And then I thought, did they shut it down just for her? That Probably. makes me lose respect yes. for them. I'm sure they did. Absolutely. But anyway, I figured it out because then she had a procedure at the same... And, and I recognized... Same place you had your the, procedure Friday. The kind Crazy. of fugly curtains... Yeah, the ones that were behind my head. I'm like, those are the curtains. And then I saw her mom wheel her out in a wheelchair, which, by the way, that's totally fake because they don't allow someone in your family to wheel you out. It's always one of the Fucking nurses. Anyway, reality. as they as Chris Kardashian was wheeling Kim out, which is super fake, someone said, have a good evening. And as they were on their way out the door, it was night. It was I saw night. nighttime outside. And they're not open at night. Right. So they did it after hours. Okay. That yeah. makes me feel better about it. But Jeff, your question was a product placement. That's what I've been wondering. I've been wondering, what is the financial agreement here? Like, does she get free service? in ex- Well, but if it's product, I don't think it's product placement because they never set the fertility clinic. In fact, they oh, kind of... I just met the Starbucks. Oh. The Starburst. Starburst. <laughs> yeah, I, I doubt that they're getting I bet she's free paying. medical. Yeah, yeah. Well, these yeah. guys are like the best, right? Yeah. Um, well, we'll, we'll see about that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not convinced of that just that's, yet. That's, that's that we have. Well, I want to know if good. she had the creepy doctor. 
She didn't. No. Oh. No. She had the other one, one of the other ones. Um, but anyway. You think they should have made her cast that doctor? That would be awesome. It doesn't mean so I'm touching. The, what does he say? Um, yeah, so if you, you don't know, touching there's you, one doctor you. that we like, but that our friends who've gone to him, they, they all think he's creepy or there's like some sort of, they get a creepy vibe. And I don't but sense I don't. this. No, neither do I. Yeah. But the things that possibly I think could be these things are he goes, okay. So that's how he says, okay. And then when he's about to touch you with, do it like if you're having an exam or an ultrasound, right before he touches you, he goes, touching you, touching you. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's my that, favorite. Though. I would love that. It's like yeah. the human version of a backup beep. Yeah. You know, you're never surprised. Well, you don't touching want something, you, some cold you. thing just all of a sudden touching you there, right? right? right. You want the, you know. You want the, the person telling like you it. that it's about to be happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I have been wondering how that works, though. My, my understanding with the Kardashians, though, is that, or their film crew, at least, like they want, actually, Vince might know because he's sort of an insider, that they want things free in exchange for filming there. Except that, like I said, now I'm just repeating myself, the name of the fertility clinic wasn't on screen and they didn't make any point about it. It I, wasn't when they're like, I love Sandals Resort. Is Courtney going to arrive at Sandals? <laughs> yeah. I bet you they Everything's they great at Sandals. I, yeah. And then, okay, so we spent too much time wa- watching the Kardashians. And what is going on with Kylie's lips? The slippery slope. From to watching, watching the, it? Yeah. I haven't watched it in years. <laughs> I, I watched a little bit the other day and was like... She oh, has a whole new face. Son of a gun, you. Kylie. Oh, yeah. She's way it, tons of plastic surgery. Tons. But, yeah. but she's like 17. Mm-hmm. Her lips actually look good from certain angles. And then from other angles, they look scary. <laughs> I don't know. I don't All right. think I know what they looked like before. You don't know. I don't remember. Like? Yeah, I'd have you to have to go Google. Look. Yeah, old Ki- Kylie Jenner, old face, Just totally different person. In fact, her in this episode, her grandmother said to her, "You look like a stranger to me, or something." And yeah. I oh, wow. But it, it's almost like she ha- she's wearing. It. She has those wax lips in her mouth. That's how different it is. She you went from in- having no lips to giant, crazy lips. You could interpret it as her, as it's been so long since she's she's seen her but i think it was a reflection of her new face anyway okay so on friday i had the egg retrieval um i feel like i have to explain a little bit how this works to then explain why we already know that it didn't work and we're back to square one yeah and i have to start next next cycle we're hoping to be better but yeah it's um and (laughs) i posted a photo on instagram of me in the um in the recovery bed afterwards and so many people were saying good luck and I found out a number of hours later that the egg that they got wasn't usable and I just it felt weird to know that and then people were still giving me like well wishes and I the weird thing is that I felt somewhat humiliated by the whole process and I don't know why I don't know if a little bit it's that my emotions were out of whack just from having been put under anesthesia and just feeling sort of physically beat up that day Um, I was, you know, my dad's a doctor retired, but very, very, very opposed to any sort of elective procedure ever, but he's totally on board with all of the fertility stuff. Um, but I was thinking that in the past when I've had any, and I've only had surgery in my life twice other than oral surgery, which I don't count, but I've only been under general twice or I had only been under general twice before this, even my wisdom teeth I had out under local, which I do not recommend. It's like being having your face gang raped um it's very there's a very fine line between pressure and pain and have you had that yeah oh, not wow. my wisdom teeth but i had regular teeth taken you've out. been gang raped in your mouth i had <laughs> not gang raped 
Oh. <laughs> Just one person. <laughs> Don't make it weird, Daniel. Sorry. <laughs> Wasn't sure. Pretty awful, though, right? It's the worst thing ever. The and pressure is so strong. Even though you're not feeling pain, you're still feeling something. It's wildly un- uncomfortable yeah. is the best way I can describe it. And, yes. And actually, speaking of Jenna's DVD playing in the dentist chair, I <laughs> to this day, I can't stand the taste of any artificially flavored banana candy, like banana oh, yeah. BB bats and stuff like that, because the... The stuff that they put on my gum oh, so that. that I wouldn't feel a needle was yes. that, that. And by taste. the way, you still feel the needle. Oh, you still oh, feel yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The crazy thing is, here you would think there's some high-tech way that you get teeth pulled. There's a, a thing. and a, burp, burp. No. You know what they do? One person grabs your head. They put their foot on yes. your face. And, yes. they, and then and they, they get a pair of pliers. Yes. Yeah. And they pull. Ah! And they yank until it pops out of your oh, head. Yeah, okay. the part where they're bracing ah! your head while they're pulling. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's... <laughs> It's exactly like that. What? Jenna and I just checked out. Yeah, <laughs> forget it. I just quit my show. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so I was thinking in the past that any sort of discomfort I felt during recovery, I always thought, well, this is, you know, I had this sort of good or like righteous or healthy feeling because whatever I did was for my health and now I'm in a better, healthier situation than before versus this, which wasn't a ton of discomfort, but a little bit afterwards was like this whole thing was for nothing. Now it wasn't actually for nothing because they got a lot of information about my body. And so next time they'll, I feel like they, 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 they kind of fucked up. Yeah. Well, so I'll, I'll explain that in a second, but I'm just saying the weird, weird sort of, it was weird that I felt, foolish and humiliated afterwards um and i was talking to my sister and i said you know maybe this is the downside of being so public about it and then i had sort of a family breakthrough moment because i am obviously a very public person and i kind of share everything with you guys and my dad is more like me and i think at least understands what i do and sees the value in it but then my mother and my sister are incredibly private people to the point where I don't even think it's not just like for them, it's a choice, but for me, you know, I I get it. I don't even think they understand why I do what I do, why I feel compelled to put it out there. Um, but my sister actually said to me, cause I said to her, maybe this is, you know, maybe I shouldn't have been so public about it. And she's like, no, you're doing a real service by being public about it because so many people just don't talk about it and then they feel weird. So, the fact that my sister, who's the most like, mm-hmm. like don't, don't even be online <laughs> kind of person <laughs> in the world, thought that there was value in me talking about it, made me feel good. Um, and I've, you know, I've gotten a lot of really good feedback from other people. So anyway, okay. So um, the eggs grow in what they call follicles, and as you get closer to ovulation, the eggs like separate from the wall of the follicle and become easier to grab. So the, it's a whole timing thing where they're trying to get. They're trying to get the eggs when they're mature and you're close to ovulation so that they'll be easy to get, but they don't want you to have ovulated yet. Um, and so they give you a trigger shot, which triggers ovulation in 36 to 40 hours or something like that after they give you the shot. And then they give you this medicine, which is supposed to prevent ovulation, which you think that cancels it out or something, but I don't know. Anyway, what happened with me was they saw three follicles. So they were hoping to get three eggs. And then I did the trigger shot, and then I took the medicine to not ovulate. And then that morning when I got to the clinic, 
at an ungodly early time. They yeah. did an ultrasound and they only saw two follicles and they're like, you're ovulating right now. We need to rush you into surgery. Which of course then like my heart's Scary. pounding. Yeah. yeah. Um, which weirdly the last time I had surgery, that's what happened. Cause they're like some, something opened up. We're going to rush you into, I don't, I need to not be rushed into surgery so much. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I feel like what that then means is they're in a screaming rush when they're putting in your IV and they, I don't need someone rushing when they're putting in the IV. Anyway, um, by the time I woke up, they had only gotten one egg. Yeah. I'm unclear whether they got two eggs and they knew that only one looked good or whether they only got one. I, I need to get um, clarification well, when they looked, of that. Well, they, when they were looking before this surgery or the They saw two. They, no, I thought they only saw one. Oh, did they? Yeah. Maybe that's... There's some confusion about this. But anyway, they saw one. So, of course, I'm like... Ho- I was hoping, well, all it takes is one. But then I got a call. And they had warned me, if you hear from the lab, that's good news. And if you hear from a doctor, that's bad news. So then when the doctor, the MK doctor called, he was like, how did you do? How was the procedure? And I'm like, I'm fine. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> I just like, wanted to don't get- beat around the bush. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I knew it was not going to be good news. So yeah. anyway, he sort of went into detail. Like, when they, by the time they cleared the cells off of the egg, they saw that it was... Um, I think it was Garf, that word that we brought up. (laughs) So he said that if they had gotten all three eggs and all three were Garf, (laughs) and then the following month, the same thing happened, he would say to me, you're done. We should use a donor egg, which all of this is like hard for me to take. And I just feel like, well, if the next month is only three eggs, you're really done after only six. You're not going to try to what find he out said if- is the chances of all three of them having been garf <laughs> i'm so weird using this weird word yeah. which is not a real word were small so mm. yeah but then today i was researching min minimal stimulation ivf and there's this big website and like in big bold letters it's like minimal stimulation ivf the last resort before donor eggs i didn't oh, realize Jesus. that's what we were doing oh, how man. did i miss out all the earlier resorts yeah. He did sort of say that, though, when we met with him. That one time when you, you were depressed after the... Right. The, when I walked out of there being like, we might not have a he, baby. We're going to spend a lot of money. He did say that. That it was the last resort before IVF. I, I guess no, I just... No, he said... Minston I mean, was, before donor yeah. eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just weird because we didn't exhaust all the other things. <coughs> yeah, um, like normal IVF, right? Right. Or, yeah. My, for some reason... My body will not. I don't know if it's low egg reserve or because remember oh. my ovaries are two years older than I am. <laughs> so, the math. I don't understand it. But, but okay. I do think it, it, it's genetics and it's also mm-hmm. that because of endometriosis, they removed part of an ovary a few oh, years ago. Yeah. So when I realized that that was affecting the fertility, I was so pissed that I had that surgery. But apparently I had to have it because possibly it could have fucked with a whole lot of things mm-hmm. if I hadn't had sure. it. Anyway, okay, so that's where things are now. Um, I am, I spent a couple of days feeling kind of depressed about it, but then I remembered there's so much more to my life than just this, even though I am trying to have a kid. So, and part of the reason there was only one was because they got greedy. Oh, yes, I forgot about that. They were, they could have done the thing earlier. And I, f- I forgot that was the, that was eggs, all of this, but they were trying to push it. So, yes. All but 5 to 8% of women will ovulate within, like I said, whatever it was, 36 to 40 hours, but 
there is that tiny percentage that will ovulate sooner and they realize that I am one of those women. So now they have to, I mean, even as I was coming to in the recovery bed, the doctor was saying that next time they're going to, I feel like we should get a free month. I kind of do too. (laughs) Um, That next time they're going to do all these things differently. So they treated me as if I was part of the majority, but it turns out I react differently to a lot of things. So they have a whole new protocol. And so I still have hope. I still hope. So yeah. you'll do this again yes. in a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. If I can. I mean, so sometimes after IVF, though, your body can't do it the next month. Um, okay. If there's like a cyst or something <laughs> like that. So I'm hopeful that we can do it next month. I'm hopeful that all the things that went not right this time, they'll be able to get right this next time. But like, even if they're all garf next time, <laughs> we'll still do another month after that. Yeah. So. And then it'll be two a months really of garf. Th- and then we're out. <laughs> okay. I really yeah. don't wow. think that's going to... The chances it's are not gonna so happen. low. Positivity. Yeah, I'm trying to be positive. Yeah. That actually occurred to me today. Like, am I not in, right, in the right headspace to get pregnant? Yeah. But I don't really put so much stock into that. But I'm sure there's Just a million women. Just think anti-garf women. thoughts. That's right. Yeah. Drink you anti-garf know? tea. Frag. That's, yes. that's the reverse. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Make it happen. There you go. <laughs> that's right. But it, like, I don't know. <laughs> With stuff like this and, like, it always seems when you get into these these medical things, like... It seems super high tech, right? Like when you're going in, you're thinking it's like, I'm manufacturing a baby in a lab. It's mm-hmm. like so super advanced. But then like when you get into like the mechanics of it, it like it doesn't feel that different than like the tooth extraction that, that Jeff was just talking about. They're like, they're like, oh, we're poking this, you know, like, you know, this random hormone in that we like probably we hope it'll work that we mm-hmm. probably in an accident somewhere like 20 yeah. years ago found, you know, stimulated this weird thing. And it's like, you know, we like. We didn't want to test anything else because who knows what can happen. And so it's like, and we just, you know, we hope it hits this window, but we don't really know. It's very and much it, trial and error. That's and what like, they said. It feels like they're like, they're calibrating you like you calibrate like the rabbit ears on like, on like an old, <laughs> they are on an old right. TV. And, it, and it's like so much of medicine. Like when you really dig deep into like what doctors are trying to like figure out when they're diagnosing, it's like, it really feels like that where they're like, you know, it's like behind all the medical terminology, they're like, well, I'm just like fishing around with my finger. And if something feels squishy, then I'll like squish it to the left. But if it feels hard, then I'll like hammer on what it. What doctors you know? are you yes. going to? <laughs> no, you're no wonder so you right. hate your dentist. Like, yeah. like cancer treatment is still, I mean, even though they're, it's targeted now or they're developing targeted like gene stuff. Um, you can tell I know exactly what I'm talking about with all yeah. my technical terms. It's still like we're going to shoot poison into your body enough mm-hmm. to kill the cancer, but not enough to kill you. Right. And we're going to hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. Anyway, though, I don't think we're at the point where we should give up hope. No. But no, not at all. No way. I think that it's you. Still dis- they have not. They had not quite figured out your cycle and how your body works. Remember, like they thought. What was it? They thought you were going to. Right. I didn't get my a period when I was period, supposed to based on the hormones. Right, like you weren't responding to the hormones the yes. way they expected you to. So, yeah, they've got to calibrate your crazy body <laughs> and get it so that they know. And then they can, you know, start right. they, just, they just need to point your antenna like off the mm-hmm. ridge because now they know it's like <laughs> we need it's to not a, coming attach straight a hanger the, to me yeah, or something. Oh, but fun. I will say I had talked about Versed being my favorite drug in this kind of situation. Oh, yeah, that's right. You have a new I one. I didn't, because they rushed me in, I feel like I didn't fully get a chance no, to well, enjoy they, the Versed. They should at least have. give you some free Versed. I know. Just be I like, th- that should just be a throw-in if it doesn't <laughs> yeah. work out. Yes. Well, no, I think they may have, but they gave you something that gave you amnesia, so you forgot. Well, Versed gives you amnesia. Oh. No, I did feel it at the beginning. I felt, it's, 
The key, I, the key had, with Versed is take just enough, but not too much that you forget. <laughs> How great it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had forgotten. It's a very physical sensation. Like your, my body instantly felt like jello in a good way. But then afterwards for pain, they gave me fentanyl, which I think Ooh. is morphine. And that, that yes. might be my new favorite. Because right. So if you're good. playing to yes. rob a pharmacy, it's the fentanyl. Go for fentanyl get. because yeah. Versed is just in the um, like Valium family. Is it not? Is fentanyl an opiate? Oh, yes. Interesting. Uh, But it doesn't make you drowsy, right? Well, it's funny that she said, and the good thing about fentanyl is I don't think it makes you tired. And I feel like I could barely lift my lids. I don't think it's possible for an opiate not to make you tired. It did make me tired. Yeah. But tired and really, really comfortable. (laughs) That sounds amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That's kind of the upside to all of this is that because I do have such an addictive personality... I'm sort of looking forward to the next time. All sorts of procedures are on the horizon. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Okay. So I have been flapping my gums for a long time. Everyone here has a really good story, but let's um, let's do iTunes comment of the week. <coughs> Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Right. This says my very favorite podcast, and it's from Stellarella. Allison and crew, this podcast makes my day. I listen to it while I get ready, while driving, and basically any time it's appropriate to listen. I love how openly you discuss real life. It really does feel like I'm hanging out with my best friends. I enjoy your interview shows, but I'm always anxiously awaiting the Thursday show and the weekend show which we haven't done in a while. Um, Sending oodles of love to my favorite group of strangers, Kendall. Well, thank you so much for your very nice comment. If you would like your comment to be iTunes comment of the week, leave us a nice comment. Click five stars, it's our favorite number, and perhaps we will read it on the show. Now let's pull something out of our hat. Yes. We haven't listened to that one in a while. It's the topic, topic sombrero. Yes, for topics and you sent them in. It's the topic, topic sombrero. Now pick the topic and let's begin. It's the topic sombrero. All right. This is the email about the Go Fuck Yourself ringtone. Hi, Allison and gang. I'm very glad I came across your podcast. How did this happen, you may ask? I was intrigued by your inviting name, Allison Rosen is your new best friend and great icon on iTunes. Uh-oh, I feel like I'm going to cough. Hold, please. <laughs> I remember instantly being hooked and always watching out for new episodes. The more I listened, the more I felt a part of the gang. Love the inside jokes. They never fail to make me laugh. She's my little snuggleberries. Hmm. As for the ringtone. She's my snuggleberries. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Snuggleberries is getting fat. We need to talk about that. She's fat Wendy now. Yeah, is that part of your... That's part of my okay, topic. All right. Okay. We have a fat dog segment yeah. coming up. <laughs> um, as, for, as for my ringtone, I get a lot of people laughing. Like, where'd you get that? Or why'd you get that? But mostly positive. My niece was horrified, thinking that was her personal ringtone after I had misplaced my phone and had her call it. <laughs> I had to explain that it was set for anyone who calls... And my five-year-old stepson is always offended. I tried playing it off, saying it was, hey, 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 go find yourself. I love it. 
It's like a go west, young man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, go find yourself. But it didn't work for too long. It never fails to remind me to turn it off in really inappropriate places like work or jujitsu classes where I assist in teaching children part time. <laughs> See, that's the kind of person who has my ringtone. A really good person. Ultimately, whoever has an issue with it can hey, 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 go fuck themselves. Yeah, kids. <laughs> I really wish you guys would make a touch the tushy ringtone. I'd love to have it next. Love your show, even your husband, Daniel, in yeah. his introduction voice. Mm-hmm. Touch the tushy, touch, touch yeah. the so tushy, good. tushy, touch the tushy, touch, touch the tushy, tushy, touch the tushy, touch, touch the tushy, tushy. That is a pretty money ringtone. It really is. Maybe, awesome. should, maybe that should be our next one. I feel like I, I should be invited to coach on this next year. I know. You, should, you have to perform <laughs> at it. Chill out tent. Um, thank you so much for your super nice email. We, uh, still are accepting emails about your experience with our hey go fuck yourself ringtone which i feel like we should hear that now yeah hey, and if hey hey go fuck yourself you can get get that by searching hey go fuck yourself on your iphone in the itunes store and yes. if a dude writes in we can try and hook him up with a sounds like a super well no it sounds like she's married she's got a stepson so that's not gonna yeah. work yeah Hey, who knows in this day and age? Nice work, homewrecker. Who is messing (laughs) with this woman, though? A jujitsu instructor? I mean, like, stay away from this person. Yeah, Yeah, she's tough. She sounds awesome. Don't mess with her. All right, so here's how this is going to go. We are going to hear about Jeff's star-studded wedding experience, and then we're going to talk... Wedding guest experience. Lest anybody think I got married. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Jeff is still on the market, ladies. Hello. Oh, oh, ladies. He's available. (laughs) Can you believe it? Then we're going to hear about fat dogs, and then we're going to bring Vince in because he's just been sitting there, and I feel (laughs) terrible, and I want to hear from him. And he went to the MTV Movie Awards, so we can hear about that. But first, I want to talk about a new sponsor whom I love, Jack Threads. So this is a clothing, an online clothing company that makes men's clothes and daniel bought some stuff from jack yeah. threads and was i not telling you how much i love the clothes yes. and how hot i found you in them I, it was just something about the fit the outfit yeah. in particular that i loved was tan pants mm-hmm. and a gray hoodie which just sounds just imagine it no just but it was saying, like i don't eyes. know something about the fit of it mm-hmm. i was like i really yeah. just want to rip those jack threads off of you there was something it's where you go for sexy clothes even That's though it's right. where you go for regular clothes i'm just saying if these clothes could make me mm-hmm. want to take advantage of my husband that's right fellas if you want your uh wife to be attracted to you again <laughs> <laughs> Jack Threads. That's probably what made you ovulate too early. That's right. I, oh my gosh. There it is. That's well, that exactly right. Is the missing piece of all of this. You're right because we were talking about it and uh-huh. we were walking and you were wearing your Jack Threads. I was Threads wearing clothes. the hoodie How and like, you started ovulating right then. I'm going to have your babies. How many times did I mm-hmm. tell you, I really mm-hmm. like those clothes. I really like your clothes. I really like your clothes. I wear clothes from another place next time we go in because Jack Threads is, just makes you too hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, did I not say it you over did. and over? Uh-huh. And how frequently do I compliment you normally? Never. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> These clothes brought out... Maybe at first. <laughs> yeah. Right. So here's the thing with Jack Threads. They make it super easy. There's a curated selection with brands you've heard of, brands you'll want to hear about, and exclusive collaborations you can't find anywhere else. Great value. You got a bunch of clothes and it was super affordable, right? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. The discount is great. And then they'll have um, sales and stuff that mm. make it even better. Stylus on call to make shopping a no brainer. Just chat with Jill and she'll help you reach new heights of handsomeness. You didn't chat with Jill. You didn't even need to. But I'm just no, saying. No, but she's what might there. happen if I do? It could. Be... What if she's like, you're so handsome? Oh, my Lord. I know. Ooh, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> Jill from Jack Threads. Is that her real oh, name? Oh, my gosh. Shaq and Jill. I know. There's lots of Jills. There's a whole room full of Jills. But you found the experience really super like, easy streamlined right yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and and brands that i like anyway it's not they're not like, the hot pants were levi's weren't they uh the yes ones. i think yeah. so and they have like varvados and stuff like that i mean it's like real it's like a uh, good brands it's not some you know bunch of <laughs> brands you know. you've never heard of and it arrived super fast too didn't it yeah like two days yeah so would you go back Absolutely. I'm going, I'm going to insist that you do. Mm-hmm. There's already stuff I know I want to get. Perfect. Um, so you guys should definitely check it out. And there's a special offer for my listeners. Get an additional, an additional 15% off by visiting jackthreads.com slash bestfriend, all one word, and entering coupon code bestfriend at checkout. Uh, this is on top of the already great prices. Don't buy what everyone else has. Skip them all and shop Jack Threads. And if you're on the go, you can shop with Jack Threads iOS and Android apps. And with Jack Threads, you get worry-free returns. Buy it and you try it risk-free. So go to Jack Threads. That's J-A-C-K-T-H-R-E-A-D-S dot com slash best friend. Again, best friend all one word. And enter coupon code best friend at checkout and get 15% off. Jack Threads, elevated style every day. Okay. So, this wedding you went to. Greatest wedding ever. I saw photos on Instagram. And it w- this was a very star-studded wedding because it was two comedy people who got married. Right. So... Um, name drop. Uh, well, is my my good friend John, who works on Bob's Burgers, mm-hmm. and his wife, his now wife Nora, who also works on Bob Bob's Burgers. Right. So there were a lot of comedy people there, and he knows Sarah everybody. Silverman. That's yeah. like one of my our favorite Jeez, shows. I love that show. We are That's obsessed. Great, great show. So yeah. funny. Yeah. So yeah, there were a lot of Bob's Burgers people there, and a Scott Ackerman officiated. Yeah, what? very funny, mm-hmm. very sweet, but funny. Sweet in the right spots. Funny in the right spots. It's like he knows what he's doing. John Hamm punched you in a friendly way, a bro punch? Yeah, give me a bro punch. <laughs> did you just melt? Was it just, <laughs> have you washed your arm since? I or mean, did you cower that because like? apparently he hazed people when he was in a fraternity? So, yeah, he was pretty bad. Yeah. yeah, did he? Oh, I just heard about Punch that. you in the yeah. nuts with a hammer? What was it? <laughs> yeah. No, Pulled someone around with a ball yeah. peen hammer. He's a good guy. Oh. He's a good guy. Um, I would like to get him on the show, so yes, he is. <laughs> he's a great guy. He was hanging out with Paul Rudd, another person I would love to have on the show. Yeah, Paul Rudd was there, and uh, Paul Rudd sang a song at the uh, uh, the reception, mm-hmm. and he belted it out. I have to say, he completely belted it out. Good I don't remember what song it was, but um, yeah, it was a great wedding. It was in Athens, Georgia, and as if that wasn't enough, they had jelly beans at the end of the reception, jelly bellies, which I brought a bag of here. Don't be shy. I brought some in for everybody. Um, but one of the highlights was they had a biscuit bar at the reception. Can a you elaborate on what that means exactly? Because <laughs> there I, was, I've been thinking about it. There mm-hmm. was, so there was a buffet. There was a table with uh, you know food, and you would walk around and put the food on your plate. And everybody, well, a lot of people thought that was just it. But as I was heading in, four or five people on the way out came, came, came by and said, said down the line, when you're done, make a left. There's a whole other room, and it's full of biscuits. There's a biscuit bar. 
There was a whole room. Did you only find out about it at the end of the meal, or did you know ahead of time? Because I would want to work the biscuit bar into my yeah. meal. No, they, they gave me the heads up while I was waiting in line. Good. A couple okay. people That's coming out mentioned, great. which was yeah. a, a solid, which I appreciated. But they had two different kinds of biscuits. They had buttermilk biscuits, and I think the other one was cornmeal biscuits, mm. both of which were amazing. Yeah. There were sausages to go with the biscuits. Um, what else was there? Many kinds of gravy. There must were, have been. I believe there were three kinds of gravy. There was white gravy, brown gravy, and then a, a mushroom gravy, I think, for the vegetarians. I love the South. Man. Yeah. They know how to eat down there. <laughs> I, I ate so many biscuits. I would have wanted some Louisiana red gravy if that Ooh. were my biscuit bar. What makes it red? I don't know. Hot sauce? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think red sauce they make with bacon grease, and it's red for some reason. There we mm. go. All right. I've never Ooh. had but this I could red be wrong. gravy. Uh, but yeah, the biscuit bar was amazing. So yeah, um, and by the time before I got to the biscuit bar, I actually had two plates because I saw people coming out with two plates, and I thought, well, that's that's I like that. I like your style. You know <laughs> what you're doing. But as I got to the end of the 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 first buffet room, the woman that was dishing out the oh the short ribs, oh god, Jeez. <laughs> she just I I was just like, well, dog pile it all into one plate. You know, it's all going to the same place. But she was like, no, and she insisted on giving me a fresh plate for the uh, the fish and the short ribs. So I had already started a second plate, which of course gave me plenty of room to pile on biscuits and gravy. There's something you should play. Mm. Snapchat. But what was John Ham eating? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's what everyone's wondering. Biscuits, I assume, they were everywhere. You couldn't get away from them. Wow. This would never work. I don't feel like a wedding in LA could ever have a biscuit bar. No. Because everyone no. would be They'd be terrified. Yeah. Gluten-free. And Where would you even get it? LA. Yeah, they'd have to bring well, they'd, it in. They'd be really tiny and they'd be artisan and they'd be a bunch of flavors. Like, that oh, I, think really it, want. I think it'd be the opposite. It's like, because the wedding, it's like you didn't choose it, you know? That's so true. it would like, it would give you permission and LA would be like, you know, like, uh, like heroin addicts, if they if they just like you know <laughs> the heroin bar, yeah, like like got locked in the police like evidence locker where they kept all the all the needles or something. They just they just be like, well, while we're here, I mean, it's it's our it's our it's our cheat day, and it's like you just see be like like towers of biscuits, like people just like like passing out from biscuit overconsumption. I think it, would, it like L.A. probably couldn't handle it. That could happen too. Yeah, it I could go like, either way. I feel like the whole state of Georgia is free food day that's that, that, that's mm-hmm. your bad day all of their food is bad day food i mean mm-hmm. I, I eat i eat so many so much sausage so many waffles so much grits so many biscuits oh, just man. it was awesome it was the best thing ever and there i went to a bar there um called the manhattan cafe that was really cool and there were beers there that were a dollar 75 wow <laughs> they weren't great beers mind you they were schlitzy kind of beers mm-hmm. but i still i almost wanted to buy one just so that it would be so that i could give them two dollars and i would get a quarter back <laughs> well and jeff paul rudd was busy because he was also at the avengers premiere last night oh yeah he was we were talking about that we weren't. I was just trying to one up you. <laughs> <laughs> but Dustin, you, you were already also there. you already have though, because I would have I would have traded the Avengers premiere for the biscuit bar. Not that I didn't love the Avengers premiere. Well, wait, let's uh, okay. if those who got me those tickets are listening, because it really was uh, a fun time. Let's bring Vince in now, actually, because he knows all about movies and stuff, and I'm wondering if he went to the Avengers premiere. Okay, so welcome, Vince. 
I did not go to the Avengers premiere. Oh, oh. well, this is a failure already. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I failed my yes and test. But <laughs> may, maybe you know this. I, I'll try. Well, I don't think this will give much, if anything, away. But there was a piece of the ending that seemed to open the door that maybe uh, Tony Stark slash Robert Downey Jr. was exiting the franchise. But it was very ambiguous. It could have gone either way. Do you know if he is or isn't? I do not. <laughs> Again, you should watch another the movie yes and then test. think about it. Yeah, I didn't get. I wasn't at the premiere, so I didn't get to see it. I haven't heard any rumors about him leaving the I franchise. Mean, you know, not everyone could make it. It's okay. Yeah. I was eating biscuits. <laughs> oh. So, um, so wait, how did you end up at this premiere? And then I want to know your story, Vince. And then fat dogs. We're gonna get to everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend has a family connection at Marvel. Oh. And he got. He got his tickets. Her brother, one of her brothers, was also there with his wife, uh, and you know, just us: Paul Rudd, Scarlett Johansson, the gang. <laughs> what else? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was pretty intimate uh, little affair. Us mm-hmm. and you know, a couple thousand other people. Um, yeah, it was. It was all you know. It was a red carpet premiere. It was, it was a lot of were all the pop, stars there? Pop and circumstance. They all were. And it, I mean, it was, I feel like, so I've never been to like an official LA premiere of anything. Um, so I feel like this was crazy for this to be the first one because it is such a, like, a you know, superstar ensemble. You know, it wasn't like, um, you know, Little Miss Sunshine premiere or something. <laughs> um, not that that wouldn't have been fun, uh, but, it you know, it was just like crazy. And also like, you know, um, like Chris Evans was wandering around and you it's like you hardly even noticed him because, <laughs> you know, like everyone was trying to get at Scarlett Johansson and Robert Downey Jr. was by far. I think um, Daniel had mentioned he has a real aura like of all the yeah. people that you met. I mean, he was clearly like the star of stars, mm-hmm. like among the fans. I feel like even among the cast, like he was just sort of like held at, at a like uh, a notch higher. Um at, he, was the la- he was the he was the last one to arrive. Yeah, he upstaged even Chris Hemsworth. But mm-hmm. he is I have to he is a handsome man, Beautiful I have man. to say. Yeah. yeah. E- I mean, even as a dude, I'm just like Wait, Chris or Robert Downey you're, Jr.? You're a handsome dude. No, Chris Hemsworth. Okay. Yeah. He's Robert like a Down- beautiful man. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. looked a little dumpy, I have to say. Really? Yeah, he has, I would still His suit was not well tailored to him. last night and oh. and he had these he had those like Those dark shades. The that dark he wears. shades. Yeah. That it's like hmm. it's kind of quirky old manish. Yeah. Yeah. They look a little like transitions lenses. <laughs> a little bit, yeah, but yeah. they look like transition lenses that are always mid-transition. Yes, they're so right. weird, but he always wears those. Are those yeah. the lenses that change the tint depending on the... I, I knew a guy who got those and didn't realize he got them, and he panicked because he went outside and he thought he was losing his eyesight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is funny. So, yeah. Vince Mancini, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. It's very exciting to have you here. So, how is it that... Well, this is our first time actually meeting in mm-hmm. person. But you write for Film Drunk, correct? Which is part of the Uproxx family of blogs. Yes, and you've written about my show a couple times, mm-hmm. which I have, of course, loved. Mm-hmm. Um, but we sort of we had communicated a little bit before this year, right? Because we followed each other on Twitter. Yeah, I was probably just being like a creepy Twitter stalker. I think no. I campaigned for you to be uh, Adam's Adam Carolla's. I don't know if you can still. Is it? Am I allowed to say his name? Is oh, sure. sure. Yeah. I mean, I, he's often referred to as the former employer. Right. But everyone knows. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I but sort if of. You want to say that dickhead Adam Carolla. Right. Like, I mean, just however you want to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> Old dad. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, on tr- Twitter, I was like, 
you should hire Allison and stuff like that. Aww. And I think, yeah, there was a following. I don't know. It's not a very interesting story, but somehow there was a Twitter interaction in there. Social well, media. You. Bringing mm-hmm. people closer every day. Well, so explain your trajectory. You are, you're a comedian and mm-hmm. you also did, you started film drunk, right? Yeah. Yeah. I started film drunk in like 2007. Um, yeah, just uh, I got in touch with someone who was trying to expand his network of blogs, and uh, we started Film Drunk, and then that got bought by Uproxx, and then Uproxx got bought by like a bigger company. So I still have basically the same job, but like you know, with uh, medical coverage and stuff now, which is pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> and how many pieces do you write a day? Um, it used to be like I mean, back in the old days when uh, you would write like. A bunch of posts in a day and like people come to your site to like hear your like witty takes on things that was like eight to ten but now that it's sort of the page view model like i sort of you know there's a bunch of people that do a bunch of posts and i write like maybe two or three that are longer that are more you know not just like one little blog post here and there do people this is interesting what you just said um do you find that people don't want witty takes anymore um, cause well, I know that when I'm online, unless someone's like, you should really read this think piece or you should read the way this person articulated this, I'll check it out. But usually I just want information. I don't actually, I shouldn't even be saying this cause I'm a, a very like voice centric writer. Um, but I don't need to read other people's voices. Right. Well, I think, you know, when I started, it was like, you know, 2007, 2008. So like the blogs were kind of a reaction to um, traditional news. It was kind of like an alt weekly, you know, like you would definitely would read it for like voice. But then since like the money got diverted from traditional media, like to a bunch of crappy blogs, it seemed like that sort of took over the world. And so now it's kind of like, you know, I don't want to hear some random person's take that isn't very and that doesn't have a voice they're like some college kid getting paid right. like 12 dollars a post or something <laughs> so now it's kind of like i gravitate towards a little bit more substantive things mm-hmm. well, and i try yeah. to do more substantive speaking things, of twitter don't you think that had an effect too because it's kind of like you know if you just need the like quick take Twitter is kind of like the even it was like four minute abs that put six minute abs out of business. Right. You know? yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> we're all just undercutting each other. Yeah, I'd say I, I like film drunk and I think that um, it strikes a pretty good balance between witty commentary and just in- interesting. And, and often the, um, you guys will do um, reviews and things that actually are pretty insightful. You know, like a lot of times um, sites like that, you know, you, you wouldn't expect anything that's actually in, intelligent yeah well it was like i didn't want it to be highbrow but then the other side of the coin for anything that's like movie and pop culture related is it's like super infantilized you know or it's yeah. like we figured out which transformer toys are gonna <laughs> tell us which transformers are in the next transformers right, right. movie and i'm like i don't <laughs> care about that at all one of my favorite things you guys do is anytime there's any news about kevin smith you have this one guy who just he just like is has some irrational hate of Kevin Smith and he'll, you know it, that's pretty great and people are like why do you guys let that guy write those posts it's like he just hates them for They're no hilarious. reason and I'm like that's why it's funny that's why it's awesome. <laughs> yeah so it's good stuff so where did you grow up I grew up in uh, the Central Valley um, in a place called Del Rey which is like in Fresno County mm-hmm. and so and then I moved to New York uh, for like grad school and people are like oh you're from California cool 
And I'm like, uh, it's like where I grew up, it's basically like being from Missouri. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. We have one of our super fans is from Visalia. Mm-hmm. Is that near there? Visalia? Yeah. I love that. Visalia always comes up in pop culture and no one knows how to pronounce it. Like Vis- Visalia. Visalia. So it's a- Visalia? Visalia, yeah. Okay. Yeah, my dad uh, My dad taught at the junior college there. So you're Visalia royalty, really. Mm-hmm. You oh, yeah. Visalia <laughs> legacy. The most famous son. Please note how correctly I'm saying it now. Visalia. <laughs> um, you went to grad school. What did you study? I, I did an MFA in creative writing. Where? Uh, Columbia. Look at you. Whoa. You're I so know. accomplished. And but you I- are. I feel this is the, my the biggest triumph of my career, just being here <laughs> at this dining room table, it's, getting yeah. to pet your dog. Finally, all paying off <laughs> for you. Yes. You must be so happy. And at what point did you become a comedian? Um, I sort of, uh, somewhere in there, like pre-grad school, just sort of, um, you know, I was trying to... I was trying to write for a living, and I, I'm sure you've probably had the experience where I couldn't get paid enough for like journalism, and so I had to take like other crappier writing jobs, and I sort of needed some sort of creative outlet, mm-hmm. and yeah, mm-hmm. and I sort of started doing comedy in there. Do you play in a band as well? No? Okay. I knew at a certain point it, <laughs> I wasn't going to keep <laughs> striking gold. <laughs> <laughs> were you about to say something, Daniel? No. Okay, then. Sorry. <laughs> you look like you were about to, but I take it I was wrong. And you're out here because you went to the MTV Movie Awards. Yes. How yeah. was that experience? That was fun. I mean, I don't go to a lot of the uh, LA stuff because I'm up in San Francisco. You're not a regular Dustin Goot? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't get to in- the invites. I don't have a girlfriend that works at Marvel or something. Um, <laughs> well, neither does he, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, family connection. Right. Um so yeah, like, and I thought the one thing that struck me, I'm sure you guys probably have this experience being in LA and going to movie premieres and things like that, or just going to weddings where Paul Rudd is at, uh, <laughs> where you're walking around and you see that moment where people scan your face and then they have that moment yeah. where they <laughs> put you in like the unimportant pile and like move on. Yeah. And so everybody, you're walking around and everybody does that like maybe split second scan of your face and they're like, no, that guy's not important. And then they look for somewhere else. Yeah. Especially if you're on the red carpet, yes. they'll all look at you and then it's just like, Ugh. remember yeah. when yeah. we walked out of, so Moza is a, um, sort of exclusive oh, restaurant that. Yeah. here. And oftentimes there's paparazzi outside. Mm-hmm. Although someone was there. Yeah. It was Katy Perry and John Mayer. Yeah. That's what Whoa. it was. So as soon as we walked out, like all the cameras went up and then back and down. Just like, oh, oh, nobody. <laughs> So yeah. humbling, yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially events like you're like uh, you know a young dude with a beard. So it's like you're totally <laughs> in that Hollywood category of like you probably is. Somebody. He could be Ryan Gosling if you're like kind of squinting. <laughs> I'll take that. What a compliment! <laughs> I, know. I know. Put yeah. that on your resume <laughs> for goodness' sake. If I need a pull quote for like a book jacket or something, yeah. <laughs> that was a compliment. Oh, it just came no, out. It didn't sound like oh, yeah. one. Yeah. I would. Seriously, if someone said something like that to me, it would be like, all right, Twitter I'd, profile, yeah, here I'd we go. I'd get off the mic right now. I'd be like, I'm done for the night. <laughs> <laughs> good night. So was Paul Rudd at the movie awards? He was not. Robert Downey oh. was. And oh. That's how I knew about his sunglasses. And Chris Hemsworth. Uh, and someone in the audience, when all the Avengers were on stage, they're like, is Chris Hemsworth that tall or is everybody else really short? And I'm like, no, Chris Hemsworth is like 6'5". Oh, wow. So I walked by him in the airport and he's just a giant handsome man giant hmm. beautiful man mm-hmm. i knew it <laughs> although I, knew it. I have to say he's playing like a norse god and he still has like the hairless chest and they do that in so many movies and i feel like i'm the only one that notices that 
But they always have the hairless chest. Yeah, or like the like mud with Matthew McConaughey. He's playing like a, a river hobo that like lives on an island. But he shaves his chest. Yeah, he's yeah. got these yeah. kids like bringing him canned food, and it's like is he shaving his yeah, chest yeah. with Thor, a can lid? Thor can't on? get a haircut, yeah, right. but he can shave his chest. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to keep it. Speaking of on-screen stuff, Daniel had. Uh, an observation about Gilmore Girls, which what? we've been talking about quite a bit. Do you, now, where are you with Gilmore Girls, Vince? I I am a virgin. As oh, you've never still, ever seen yes, it. Yes, I have not popped. My oh my Gilmore word! Wow, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that is fair. All right, let's hear it. Oh, um, oh yeah. Let us. Let's you really set this. this up to be a big deal. Um, I just said it was an observation. It's just an observation. The the what's the guy's name? Luke. Luke. So the character Luke in the show talks like he has got um, et- eternal heartburn. So mm-hmm. he has this. He talked like this. <laughs> like I always, I'm because expecting he's him tired of those girls eating all his food. Every Lord, day. Like, okay. God, here's some coffee. <laughs> he does. He and he's always like he's like that. He looks like he's about to like barf in the I corner. I feel bad. Like he's just gonna have a massive heart attack or just mm-hmm. belch uncontrollably. Can you imagine uh, having to tread through the Lorelai Rory waters every day of your life, though? I mean, I can't imagine it. I'm living it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched in a while. Oh, uh, and then here's the here's the joy of my life. Uh-oh. I will uh, watch an episode, and Allison will fall asleep <laughs> oh, yeah. ten minutes in, and I won't and then, know because of the way she's lying on the couch. Yes. And the next time we sit down, I got to watch the fucking thing again. Yes. I've seen every episode twice. <laughs> This is some kind of hell that I've entered into. Yeah. That, yes. that is a special hell. That we always have to backtrack every time that we watch. That is the best. Every- he gets so you mad. I just watched a half hour of but- Clueless by myself. <laughs> What am I doing with this my is, life? This reminds me of when I was babysitting. But my, Daniel, you yeah, gotta learn from that. Red. Like the yeah. the you know third or fourth time that happens, that's on you. You gotta find the angle on the couch. Where I know. You can, I need like, a mirror. You I can need, see. I need like a rear whether view. the eyes are open or closed, and then and then when they're well, closed, I find myself uncontrollably can, every five seconds like looking over and checking her. Yeah, eyes. you can flip it over to Gladiator or something. I was babysitting my little brother when he was like a six, and he was watching Power Rangers, and I had to watch a million episodes of that. And at a certain point, I was like. You know, Julian, I'm starting to think this is a pretty good show. Like, because you start getting into the drama of like the pink Power Ranger and the blue Power Ranger, and he goes, "Yeah, I just like the fighting." So it's kind of like that. <laughs> but some of it is because I will be. <laughs> I keep touching the mic. Sorry, listeners. Yeah, you're a regular Chris from the old Thursday. He's manhandling game. the mic today. Well, it's because I keep shifting. I keep shifting, and then it's like. Too high, or so anyway. All right. It looks like it's a little bit high for you because you're you're sitting in a way you're sitting in a Luke like fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you okay? Do you need to? I feel like you'd be more well, comfortable. The chair, the chair. I, this Just is, scoot the mic down a little bit. <laughs> this is I good can't. pod. Chef Jeff over here is is giving me the stink eye every time I. I'm sure touch he the would. Mic. He wouldn't mind if you just moved it down a little bit if okay. that would make you more comfortable. You right. can <laughs> eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a bag of dicks. Eat a bag of eat a bag of eat a bag of dicks. Hey, that's right. There you go. All right. Speaking of eating, we decided to weigh Wendy because. Recently, she was sitting on my lap and she was sitting in this way where she sort of like was on her back legs on my legs and then she was leaning against me on her back and we noticed she had a pot belly, which of course is super duper cute. Yeah, you can see it right now. She's Meanwhile, she's yeah, also really, it just feels like she's really heavy when I pick her up. I'm like, am I becoming more weak? 
what's going on. And I just hadn't weighed her in a long time. So since I didn't want to step on the scale, I said to Daniel, I said something that was just probably ridiculous. I said, you don't mind getting on the scale, do you? <laughs> and he, he was like, no. Yeah. Why would I? So we weighed her. We thought she was like 14 or 15 pounds. She's 19, 19 pounds. pounds. Oh, no. <laughs> she just lifted her head up like, what? Um, she's fat. So there's, she's supposed to be, or Cavaliers are supposed to be between 13 and 18 pounds. They can be overweight not like can like it's good but <laughs> well, they i just have, mean they, they we tend were told towards, they have the tendency to get overweight right to get oh, overweight really yeah but we were told that she would should be like around 16 or 17 right or 18 yeah. so she's not incredibly overweight right. no. but enough that it's i a slippery slope yes but muscle weighs more than fat right yeah. good she, point. Right. maybe strong. she's big boned that's I right. know it might be a gland issue. So yeah. I, we think maybe we're giving her too many treats. I don't know what it is, but yeah. I, well, see, I have, I did measure her food today, and I was like, I'm going to give her a little bit less. I did yeah. just watch her wolf down a tree like ten minutes ago during the podcast. Well, that is weird. It's desperate time. That's during her. The podcast. Be quiet. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Of course, she might be manipulating us. I think we need to take her to the vet and just find out whether she really, or take her to Weight Watchers for dogs. Mm-hmm. We need to. We need an outside opinion on whether she is overweight or not because I don't want to get at one of those doggy treadmills. <laughs> Just see what other dogs think of her Mm -hmm. if they call her names. Because I don't want to restrict, like, I don't want to give her less food that I'm giving her now if she's actually not overweight. But I think she is overweight because she's, she seems chunky. So we've been calling her all sorts of names. It's really triggering a lot of stuff in me. Jenna? (laughs) Okay. Well, the reason I've been thinking about this is because Party Girl, which is my mom, Janae's dog, she's a pug. She went to the vet today to get all of her routine whatever stuff. And um, the vet complimented Party on her weight and said she was in great shape for a pug her age because she's pretty old. (laughs) But then my mom followed it up with another text. Dr. Coleman also said he treats many overweight animals. The other day, a dog owner brought in a 200-pound lab that developed diabetes. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Can you pounds. imagine how big that dog was? My And we had a black lab growing up, and she was a big girl, and she only weighed between 70 and 80 pounds. I can't imagine 200-pound. 200-pound lab with That's, diabetes. I didn't even know course. dogs could have diabetes. Wow. Who knew? So, Wendy, you're doing okay. I mean, really, when it comes <laughs> right. to it. But just, apparently, it's like very normal now. Probably for dogs to be overweight? Yeah. They're That's growing weird. with the dogs, us. Right. The, the dogs <laughs> yeah. are trending towards overweight, too. I think it, is it dogs, everyone just not getting enough exercise? That's probably what it is. It's that the and there's so many kids. treats they're, now. They're not let out into the, you know, to roam free anymore. They're cooped up. They do They're anything. spayed or neutered. They don't have any desire to stay fit for anything yeah. anymore. <laughs> You're right. right. <laughs> They've let themselves go. Well, and it's like yeah. if you go to the pet store now, there's like a whole section of like dog treats that are adorable and you want to buy all of them because they're cute, you know, yeah. and your dogs see the commercials. Them. Yeah. The spade thing makes humans seem even worse, though. Like, what's our excuse? <laughs> we're, <laughs> presumably, we're still trying to get laid, but, mm, but, but, a hamburger it's, but it's not good. enough to... <laughs> To keep the weight off. Speaking of food, um, Daniel and I did that thing for our anniversary where we froze. Uh, well, the cake. Yes, we froze the cake, a little bit of cake, and then we thawed it Last out. Last year, yes. the wedding cake. Yes, the wedding cake. Because that's a tradition that you eat the cake a year later. Um, where are you guys on this, and whether it's worth it? And did you do this, people who are married? 
We did we not have a cake. We didn't have a wedding cake. Oh, we just did black and white cookies for oh. everybody. But we had black and white cookies in our freezer for about three or four months after the wedding. Yeah. And then we finally threw them away because they did not taste good anymore. Mm-hmm. It was like, now these taste like frozen, gross freezer food. Like, I can't. So. Yeah, we're, Jenna was not a traditional uh, woman. Yeah. She, uh, no cake for us. I was surprised at how traditional I turned out to be in yeah. terms of a few of the... Um, wedding-y things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like this tradition, I don't know, I'm sure there's some greater meaning to it, like you're supposed to remember something or other, and just, it's supposed to... I think it's just so that you can have more cake. How'd your cake a taste later. a year later? That's well, my concern. Yeah. We ended up freezing two pieces of it. There were we two different cakes. My understanding oh, right. is that oftentimes the top layer of the cake will be made like out of fruit cake or ice cream or there's something oh, really? I grew up hearing that's something that is more amenable to being frozen. But mm. ours, we, we just had a three tiered cake on the smaller side and each layer was a different flavor, each tier. So we had so just uh, some pieces left over. So we froze two of them. One of them was awful. It had turned. <laughs> yeah, of course, I, still, had, I ate around it and then I'm like, okay, I've hit, I've hit the point of no return because it now fruit I'm eating. In it, and it it's just smelled like bad. fruit yeah. that was fermented. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. I felt not good about myself mentally or physically afterwards. Yeah, the other one tasted totally fine. Good. But then I was, re- I was reminded that I never really liked our cake that much to begin with. So... <laughs> Couldn't the rotten, rotten part be part of the process? Like it's like an ayahuasca trip that you take Ooh, yeah. later <laughs> where you come closer together through whatever sickness through you get. Right? Yeah, right. That's what it is. Yeah. You're, you're, I saw something flash across your face when I said I never liked our cake that much. Let me rephrase. I liked our cake. I realized that I think a lot of really good bakeries will make the frosting with powdered sugar instead of granulated sugar. And I don't really particularly like the taste of powdered sugar. I like the taste of Splenda and Truvia. But if it has to be sugar, I would prefer just granulated sugar. I don't know that I would know the difference. Yes, I know. I don't think most people do. Just hmm. for some reason, I do. Like for, To me, powdered sugar has a very specific taste that is not my favorite. Hmm. hmm. And that's what I remembered, along with all the good stuff. Sure. <laughs> so if you had it to do over again, would you go ice cream cake? Because that's Actually, probably going to taste good in the air. Ice cream yeah. cookies. Sure. Maybe I would. Or I'd just like go out mm-hmm. and get a new cake or something. Yeah. I didn't need to. Yeah. Yeah. Just go get like a cake you really want. Right. Mm-hmm. Even really good cake is cake, you know. I, I um. like cake, actually. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, it took up a lot of space in our freezer. But then I guess it was kind of exciting to see, like, what has happened to this after a year? What did they do at John's wedding? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, had a, they had a cake cake. Yeah, I don't know if they froze any of it. That would be a tough thing to get it back from. Right. It was a traditional Augusta. cake. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. What, I don't know what it was made of. I wasn't really in a cake-eating state of mind at that point. You're full of biscuits. Biscuit biscuit biscuit. Full of biscuits. I was full of biscuit and booze. <laughs> gotcha um let's do just me or everyone in a second but first i want to talk to you guys about squarespace i don't know if anyone here tried to put together a website back in the old days but it was super difficult to do that to do all the coding and all of this and all of that um actually you probably vince built websites way back in the day uh no i was never smart enough for that i let someone else do it oh well that's smart but you guys <laughs> 
need to check out Squarespace. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. It's brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website. And I have to tell you guys, I was trying to get some website ideas recently, and I was um, looking at different themes and, and things like that. And I was noticing that like all the websites that I thought looked good turned out were designed by Squarespace. So I'm a big They're huge. slick. They are. They mm-hmm. look good. Uh, and it's super easy to build your website on Squarespace. So it's simple, powerful, beautiful, and they have beautiful templates and integration with Google Apps and Getty Images. Think how cool that is, the Getty Images part, the integration with that. Um, and another awesome thing about Squarespace is they have responsive design, so your website will automatically scale to look great on every device every time. Because you don't want... I heard some figure that's like, 50% of people are now on their mobile phones. So you don't want to have some awesome website that then when you look at it on, on your phone, looks like crud. No. Squarespace has you covered there. And they have cover pages, which is a feature that allows you to set up a beautiful one-page online presence in just minutes. And Squarespace has 24-7 support via live chat and email. Every website comes with a free online store. And for just $8 a month, you can get a free domain when you buy Squarespace for the year. So for a free trial with no credit card required and to start building your website today, go to squarespace.com, use the code BESTFRIEND, all one word, and you'll get 10% 10% off your first purchase. That's squarespace.com. Use the code best friend. All right. Let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. And I should tell you guys who are at home listening. Or on the go listening, in a car <laughs> a listening. A day and a half after this happens. Yes. But if... <laughs> if you've invented if we, a time machine and you want to go back a day and a half when you are <laughs> listening to this. Right. We are attempting to Periscope for the very first time. That's the website where you do live streaming. It's the something that Dustin and I were doing a thousand years ago. Yeah. Back when it was on Ustream. Ustream. Right. Um, so I'm not sure I buy into all the hoopla of Periscope, but we're going to try it anyway. Uh, so that's what's happening. So if we sound weird, it's because we're aware that there's a camera on us. Hang hang on, Grandpa's working the eye telephone. (laughs) (laughs) Should I wait to start though? I think I can just start and then we can just catch, 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 uh, there's no no rules with Periscope. No. The only rule is don't talk about meerkat while you're periscoping. <laughs> oh, well, you just broke that rule because I, I think know. that was the first thing you said on your periscope. <laughs> oh, well, it's not an actual rule. Okay, so Johnny Primo says, after spray tanning, I shower one and a half times in a period of seven days. Hygiene takes a backseat to losing my tan. Who here spray tans? Ooh, I've, I've never done, never done spray it. Never. Yeah. Never. I did used to use a... Um, like a self tanner on my legs, like a so Jergens one. It, yeah, that went to, it, I, did I think that. it was Estee Lauder. Maybe okay, it, yeah. it had a bronzer in it, so you knew where you were putting it. But right. what happened was I had like golden brown legs and just my <laughs> ass white <laughs> face. <laughs> Don't, I've done because that. I was afraid Hail to put it on my face. Well, because they tell you not to. Right. Right. And oh, and I had orange palms. They tell you not oh, to put yeah. it on your face. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you get that stuff in your eyes or something. But I, I, I feel, feel like that's all anybody ever does is put it on their face. I think with spray tan you can. Right. on your face but with the ones that you buy that you squeeze oh, this, into your hand and you put it on, i would just be too afraid 
that it would look streaky and because mm-hmm. it's never perfect. It never looks perfect. But anyway, but you haven't gone to one of those places where they where you strip down and then they spray you in the no. chamber, like the, the friends. I've thought about it, but <laughs> yeah. I've never done it. Yeah, yeah. I never By the have way, either. I'm already loving Periscope because right after you said, "Does anyone spray tan?" Jeff immediately panned to. Probably the whitest pan in the history of Periscope (laughs) since it's been invented. It's just like, no, there is no spray tanning going on at this table. I know. But one more thing about the self-tanner. It makes you smell really bad. Or it smells really bad. It smells like wet dog. I wonder if they have... uh, have changed it. Like I they wonder, might have. Because it it's not the, the lotion that you put on. It's like the chemical reaction, I think. Vince, any experience with spray tanning? No. I, <laughs> I don't have to look good for my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we haven't even probed your, your dating situation. Oh, no. What is your dating situation? Uh, I am single. <laughs> Great. <laughs> That's about it. Uh, yeah. So lots going on. Mm-hmm. But okay. are you dating? Are you on Tinder? Are you on OkCupid? Any of these things? Um, all of the above. Oh, how is wow. that for just, you? You know, I'm just putting it out there. Spread myself thin. See what, see what hits. All right. Good for you. Yeah. Keep Way to put yourself it. out there. Mm-hmm. I used, my ex-girlfriend has my dog somewhere in, in, in the Pacific Whoa. Northwest. Oh, what Whoa. kind of dog? Oh, uh, German Shepherd. Do you get to no. see your dog sometimes? No. Oh. Oh, was it an acrimonious breakup? No, it wasn't. I was actually up there one time and I was like, hey, can I maybe come by and see the dog? And she's like, oh, I think that would be harder for you. And I was like, <laughs> ah, why don't you let me worry about that? How dare you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but then you didn't push it? No. You need to go see your dog. I know. That's all right guess you just didn't love your dog <laughs> okay and then johnny primo also says it seems to be drilled into people's heads that the correct way of speaking is always subject and i sometimes it's subject and me yes yes you specifically notice this on courtroom shows like judge judy people are always saying he gave it to she and i like no Oh, that yeah. is yeah. the subject. That's not yeah. right. Mm-hmm. They do that or on the, the Bachelor all the time. Yeah. They're always saying well, that. but if, if it is the subject, well, it is always I. So right. The, the I way meant that's the object. The way he's phrased that is grammatically. I feel like the problematic yeah. using but, I is, is a lot of people think that that's the smart way of doing it. Yes, it does exactly. sound smarter, but it, but unless you know, unless well, you use you know it incorrectly, you hear, exactly. you hear people say things like, um, "He gave it to myself." <laughs> people always think myself will make them sound smarter too yeah in, in that case it's just he gave it to me right the business <laughs> all right garko nanakin says feel slightly less guilty eating like a pig when i do it standing up or using chopsticks forcing me to take smaller bites just me or everyone yes i don't know but i want to try the standing up thing you wait you don't always you don't often stand up when you eat I would say yeah. a very While standing seldom. in front of the refrigerator? Do you actually set a place for yourself and eat like a civilized human being as opposed to the rest of our generation? I mean, I, no is the short answer to that. But we, um, like, my girlfriend, I usually eat in front of the TV, but we usually do put place settings so that it's, you know, it's... Like on your coffee table? On the coffee table. So oh. it seems like it's a proper place really to Really fancy. We don't I, even have one of those right now. I find <laughs> the plates and stuff on the coffee table, if you're sitting on the couch, to be an uncomfortable lean. Do you it, find that? <clears throat> no, I do find that. Um, it's like and you, it's like you want to like pull the coffee table towards you and then you're like boxing your feet in. Yes. Or, 
Um, or it's like you're compressing your stomach, which probably isn't healthy. I mean, I, we probably should just stand up. But like I think I think we would feel. Band. I think we would feel really weird. We were both just like standing in front of the couch, yeah. like holding food. You feel like, like you're at an look, uncomfortable party. At yeah, exactly. Like, to- like we were the only ones attending our own cocktail party. I want to know what situation this person's in that they're standing up to eat, but also trying to impress someone because they don't seem like they go together. Oh, hard. I think they just mean in and of themselves. In and of, yeah, themselves. That's correct in that situation. They just feel like less of a pig if they're eating a large quantity, either with chopsticks or standing up. It's really easy. They were talking more about comfort than uh, appearance. Maybe I misunderstood. Read it again. Feel slightly less guilty eating like a pig when I do it standing up or using Uh, chopsticks, forcing me to take smaller bites. Garco Nanakin. Unless you're really good. Unless you're really good at chopsticks. Which I'm pretty good. So I can really shovel it in. Is that because you lived in Korea? Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of lifting the bowl up to the mouth. And well, just, in Korea, they tell you it's actually more polite to eat aggressively like that because yeah. that means you like the food. Lots of slurping yeah. happening so, in Asia. Yeah. Yes. Mm. It's more, but you know. I do feel like seated, it's like you're, it's like you're encouraging your belly to like slump over into your lap. Mm-hmm. So... You know, it's it's sort of like the worst. Hey, belly, worst slump pres- over. Yeah, I'm encouraging you. Yeah, go. Don't go, encourage you. Go on there. Go on there, big boy. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. Roll on over. Uh, flop, flop over sometime, won't you? <laughs> so yeah, I feel it's. But I feel like that's the most like the position that's most likely to make you self conscious. Like the more you lean over, the more your belly is like right. ha- hanging out. And the, it's like if you're leaning w- way far onto your coffee table, like we're talking about, it's like you're also feeling like your gut yeah. like hanging down. You know when I sometimes feel self conscious um, when I'm saying this right now and I'm covering myself <laughs> up. No, when I'm driving, like this is back in the dating days. Let's say. I would be driving with someone I had a crush on and I would feel like the seatbelt was squishing my midsection in an unflattering way. So I would constantly be pulling the lap band part of the seatbelt out, which is a habit that I still do. So if I do get in an accident, there will be an extra few seconds of the seatbelt needing to catch. And that's enough time for me to go through the windshield. Definitely. I should probably Uh-oh. stop doing that. Yeah. I'm Keep probably defeating yeah, or the purpose. Your spleen. Oh, none of this sounds good. No. Plus, I I know all your tricks, so doesn't. There's no point anymore. My trick of trying to look spelt in with a seatbelt right. on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're just, just let getting it go. to know my tricks. Yeah. I have a uh, Periscope question. Yes, lay it on us. Is Periscope all vertical video? Oh, I don't know why. What's um, going on? Al, what do you think? Uh, it shouldn't be. I've had vertical and sideways videos. Okay. Because I'm, so, shoot, I'm shooting this horizontal because I hate vertical video. Okay. And people are bitching that it's coming up sideways. Really? Yeah. So if you if you shot a vertical, on it. it oh. would be there. Yeah. See, the words are coming up They sideways. come up vertical. So or, yeah. So yeah. it's it's annoying because if I'm looking at it this way, the correct way, then oh, I have to read sideways. I see. And the, the app is meant to be tall Ugh. like that. You're going to have to switch. Rotate, Daniel, rotate. If, I, if I may borrow your catchphrase. Yes. Ugh. There you go. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to switch. Rotate. Okay. There now is go. everyone happier? Lots of hearts. Lots of hearts, yes. Yeah, everyone's oh, like exploding. Listen, people, if you're not down with the avant-garde sideways view on Periscope, maybe this isn't the podcast for you. <laughs> maybe we look more attractive sideways. Mm-hmm. It's like Picasso. 
but not really. <laughs> um, Kevin Hartman says, just me or everyone, annoyed by store flyers, food sample napkins, used Kleenex, etc. left in grocery store carts. I only choose empty yeah. carts. Yes. yes. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. I yes. will uh, bypass the cart that has crap in it. It's very annoying. It's gross. I don't know what happened with that piece of garbage or that used tissue. Get right. it out of here. I don't know if you enjoyed that sample that's still in the cart. Yeah. There were like five Jenna drops just done. (laughs) Get it out of here. (laughs) Um, You guys are crazy. I love dirty napkins. Question is that. Thank you. I wasn't going to say anything. (laughs) Dirty napkins are the best. What's the grocery situation like up in the Bay Area where you live? Well, I was just going to say I don't really look for a cart because, uh, you know, I'm walking to the grocery store. So I don't, if I have a cart, that means I'm probably going to have too much stuff to carry back to my house. Mm. Classic oh, right. Bay City problems. Yeah. 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 Mm hmm. Kristen yeah. W says I find it oh so creepy when a victim in a crime show has the same name as a friend, just me or everyone. Nah. Mm, maybe if it's like a full name right yeah. <laughs> and you know? they look just like the person then it's yeah. really yeah. weird yeah. Yeah. yeah no i've never that's never bugged me it always seems like the name jenna is like the super mean girl mm-hmm. in most shows so yeah. i'm kind of used to having like a bad rap like, right. oh jenna she's mean mean girl that's interesting mm-hmm. yeah allison's are usually either nerdy or they're cheerleaders Yes, mm-hmm. there, it's the extremes. What mm-hmm. are Dustins? Are there many Dustins? Mm. I don't think there are too many fictional Dustins. I can't. Allens are always like VCR repairmen or janitors, Mechanics. or like yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> like... good at being a mechanic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was a when I was a script reader, every single action script that came through the main character's name was Jack. Yeah. Always. <laughs> Like without, <laughs> without exception. It is a real actiony kind. And they of were thing. always described as ruggedly handsome. Always <laughs> Jack, ruggedly handsome, same guy. Like a lost or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Main character named Jack. Mm-hmm. Jack Bauer. Jack Reacher. Yeah. Jack. Yeah. Alan an is always name. the guy that the Jack, girls are Jack. dumping. It's probably because it rhymes with <laughs> action. Jackson. Jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How isn't that like a, a chopping motion? Yes. How isn't that a Twitter handle by now? Like. Like script reader cliches. It's like I would love. I would. Oh, yeah. I would read yeah. the shit out is. of that. There would have been if Twitter was around when I was a reader, because all the readers would pass like jokes to each other, and kind of there was a community of of people making fun I of. Don't scripts. Know. I love that. <laughs> like um, it reminds me of. I forget who did this, a Gawker or someone, but um, it was like they would skewer uh, magazine tropes, um, and they would like they would take articles from the past month that all had used like the same like hacky oh, yeah. thing oh, and yeah. my favorite was um uh like orienting the scene uh, talking about the restaurant you were like sitting to mm-hmm. lunch at for your for your like sit down with the with the celebrity or whatever and it's like the, i mean and everyone does it they had like vanity fair people like every every it's just right you know like there's like no other way As to open sp- one of those stories spears a rigatoni Right, he says contemplatively, like you know, while uh, <laughs> while buttering his scone. <laughs> exactly. I think there is a bitter script reader Twitter account. I, th- I would be surprised if there positive. wasn't. Yeah. yeah, I think it's called that. It's some bitter script reader. I think it's called bitter script reader or something similar. Yeah, I have to look that up. Someone looked that up. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what are Daniels? In fiction, mm-hmm. we're going around the room in case anyone didn't I don't realize know. that there Daniels. Daniels, I can't, I can't think of any other than Daniel the biblical and the Daniel. Lions Den. Daniel yeah. Larusa, yeah, Dan- yeah, ass right. kicking martial arts right. figures. Danny's, there's Danny's, right, right. Yeah. yeah, I get a lot of Daniel songs. Like Danny Larusso, so. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Not a, maybe not all a, your characters die in the beginning; they just die right away. 
Yeah. Named Daniel. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm just saying, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I would man. prefer that over nerd that gets dumped by girls, you know, which is usually yeah. what Alan listen, is. So I, I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's funny. Daniel's not a name that's used a lot, I think. Right. Although I feel like so, recently there was something, but I don't know. And Jeff. Yeah. All, all Jeffs are, are uh, riverboat gamblers, strangely. It's very, it's very, very Always. specific. <laughs> that is weird. Vince? Uh, Entourage ruined my life. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, Other man. than that, I don't know. I don't remember the last time I heard it, uh, like on a show or in a movie. I feel yeah. like it's going to trend Guido. I'm not sure I can come up with specific characters, but... Mm. That's, I mean, the, that's how I'd write it as a hacky screenwriter. Pretty much Italian names are always like the bully in, the, in an 80s movie. He's <laughs> yeah. got like a Letterman jacket. His name's like Gino or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Vanessa Willman says, why is it that pulling mascara boogers from your eyes is so satisfa- satisfying? And then hashtag gal chat. Um, I don't love pulling mascara boogers from my eyes although no. if there's something irritating my eye and i feel like there's something in my eye it's relief when i get it out uh yes uh that's very natural i would say mascara and i i don't i don't find any joy in pulling anything out of my eyes really ever but uh i do like taking my mascara off yeah oh i that, love taking like, makeup off like kind of i always do it where i pinch my eyelashes so that i can look at it on my fingers i love doing that what kind of yeah. makeup remover do you use? Uh, well, I use two different kinds of face wash right now, and then I have a Clinique makeup remover to get the remaining dark circles away. Is I wear a lot of mascara. The purple one or the blue one? The purple one. Oh, the one where you have to shake it? Yes. It's in the, yeah. I just made it. I've done the blue one before, on but the blue one... <laughs> but the blue one's just for your eyes, I think. Yeah. And the purple is for everything. Oh, really? Yeah. Are we talking about the same thing? It's like take the day off makeup so. or something. And I it's thought got the those blue one two. was just the eyes, but the purple, yeah. You shake you it. You can use that on your whole face? I think so. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. All right. What if a man removed your mascara booger for you? Would that be like a mm, romantic honey, gesture? Like, let's do it. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Like, hey, you got something. Figure it out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whenever yeah. he's tried to like, it's a disaster never, when, yeah. when he's tried they, well, to remove things yeah. from my eyes. There would have Forget to be it. real trust in that relationship yeah. to let a man's you know fingers get that close to your eye without without having some reaction first it's a very intimate gesture yeah. i've been picking yeah. i've been having to pick the stuff out of wendy's eyes a lot lately. Mm, she, she gets, gets a lot of eye boogers. she gets <laughs> eye boogers. Is that romantic? <laughs> and um right. can i just tell you they smell oh it like, smells so it it's like mildew worst. it's terrible yeah it, it's like it's weird yeah it's like the swan the bayou or something yeah just, this, oh. the only thing that smells worse is her farts <laughs> or her breath. <laughs> no, no. Her breath smells fine. Those are my farts. Sometimes right. you think my farts are her breath. Your your butt breath. <laughs> Big D says, just me or does everyone see some people walking by and think that guy looks as clueless as they come? As clueless as they come. <laughs> just when you see a guy walking by, you think that? Like yeah. any old guy? I don't do that, I don't think. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't think that's my specific thought, but I'm sure that I think some people look not I love the idea of having that of thought, though. I'm going to start having yeah. that thought. Uh, I think that guy's I think as that clueless in, as they come. In airports, usually. I'm like, man, yeah. you got to be kidding me. Stuff like that. But I feel like I'm that person you're looking at. I probably, yeah. <laughs> I'm probably just like, ugh. Don't fly. <laughs> um, you know what I just remembered? Greg, guest on the last episode, was like, sometimes I wish that you guys would oh. say, would come up, would, would yeah, we reach a verdict. Yeah. And yeah. I, I haven't been doing that. 
So I'm going to from now on. Okay. Anyway, I think, I think there should be selective verdicts. Okay. I didn't want to rain on Greg's parade while he was here. Uh, maybe that was cowardly, but uh, <laughs> I think I think if it's all verdicts all the time, it'd get a little yeah tiresome. All right. Thank you, Dustin. Uh, people can write in. You enabler. As, Beast uh, Slammin says, seems like many of the headshots on Wikipedia are worse than mugshots. Or like in Daniel Baldwin's case, who is that? It is their mugshot. Oh, Daniel he's, Baldwin. Duh, yeah. yeah. He's the, that other Baldwin. Is he um, the older Baldwin? He's yeah. the one that was on the rehab show, wasn't he? Yes. Was that Daniel Ooh. or Stephen? Yeah. No, I think it was Stephen's Daniel. the Christian one. Right. Yes. And he, then Billy's Daniel's the one who almost looks like Alec and went out with China yeah. Phillips. Right. Whoa. Well, yeah. Oof. Um yes. A lot of baggage in that sense. A lot of <laughs> <laughs> A lot of baggage. <laughs> a lot of bad bad photos on Wikipedia, it's true. Yeah. All right, and finally, so it's not just you. Right. There, selective verdict. And finally, this is the last one. Amy Prusinski says, just mirror everyone, if an article on health or science doesn't have peer reviewed references, I assume sensational bullshit and ignore it. Uh wait, like What's going on? I know. They're all... It's very periscopy. Right I know. Now. We're going to have to get um, off Periscope in a second. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like credible sources in the article? I think, yeah. It doesn't have peer-reviewed references. I don't know I what feel that like means. This, I feel like this person is probably in... Science. Science. I, I mean, that's see. probably okay. a smart way to go about it. Yeah. I don't think I've ever... I, I don't even know how I would look up I'm, the peer review. Right, right. Are but there I, like footnotes? Or they, how does that work? I don't. Yeah, I don't actually know. I think Krasinski, we're going to do a little more. There's info. a lot I can of, be cynical okay. about. Yeah. Sorry, I just no, no, no. Go. I ahead. can be cynical about breakthrough medical stories though, because I I'm always like, did a drug company pay for this research, or you know, is this publicity in some way for some for big pharma? Hmm. So I guess I can be cynical. But I don't think of the peer-reviewed reference stuff. To me, if it's not from an anonymous source, I assume it's just the research isn't that important. <laughs> what are these journals just flapping their gums away about right. it? Right. Yeah, who's paying the bills? They don't They don't care. Can't be that big a deal. That's right. So. Well, that was just me or everyone. And that was us on Periscope. <laughs> so let's say goodbye to Periscope. Bye, Periscope. Bye, Joe, you guys. Should, you should Periscope yourself in grandpa mode as periscope oh yeah <laughs> oh <Wait, laughs> <that now. laughs> uh, you can't push the glasses up now come on <laughs> stoop to our level jeff bye periscope it's been fun possibly okay. okay bye i had to have it close and i have a really big head that's gonna give me a complex <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's only record it's only safe for 24 hours so oh, just okay. yeah like don't drink, even worry like, about yeah, it. Yeah, just go on a bender. Like, do some. Yeah. Uh, what was the thing? Fentanyl. 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 Yeah. And uh, you'll forget all about it. Mm-hmm. Well, that was fun, you guys. I'd say it was a successful Periscope run. Yeah. yeah. Everybody looked really good. I was I was watching it. It looked good. Thank you. I yeah. like my favorite part was where the person bitched about it uh, being it the wrong way and then when I switched it the other way then people started bitching that it was that way and not the yeah. different way that you was can't my, please that was my favorite oh internet yeah I know how do you you're on the internet all the time Vince how do you feel about everybody on the internet is terrible and you can't <laughs> listen to any of them because <laughs> you got my oh man I have like a whole long list of my favorite comments that I get like when someone just logs in and they're like how is this news question mark yeah. or, oh my gosh yeah or like so <laughs> <laughs> I guess I can't argue with that yeah well that is something I was thinking about I was looking at an article and then I was looking at the comments and I was thinking 
these comments to me, and this is something that it, it had nothing to do with me. And they were all attacking the, it was about a female comedian. I think she had written, it was either an interview with her or she had written it. And she said a lot of things that were facetious, but obviously facetious. It was actually, I can just say it was Natasha Leggero. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she has a, a shtick. Was this the thing with the the troops or something? She made some... Okay. No, it wasn't that. It it was nothing sincere. Oh, okay. It was just... You know, she her whole thing is like, I live in a servantless household. Um, yeah. And she's... She, you know, speaks in a certain way in jest. And that's her bit. And it's really funny. But all the comments were really picking her apart. And I was thinking, I feel like they're all missing the point. And I disagree with them. And I think she's really <laughs> funny. But I think that if I didn't know the people involved, if I saw like 100% of the, or 99% of the comments that were all negative, I might think there's actually some validity to it. And yet here's an example of, I disagree with all of the commenters. I don't think they get it. And I think that the collective uh, intelligence in comments can be very low. That being said... Some of my commenters are super intelligent and super smart. I realize it sounds like I'm pandering, but I'm just thinking of specific people who might hear this and be like, what? Because there's actually a lot of my face. I've been on Facebook a lot more. um, And a lot of my comments on Facebook are like the discussion is really intelligent and Mm -hmm. is really nice. So I would actually say to people, because I know that I told people go to YouTube because that's where I'm going to be posting the behind the scenes videos. But I've actually been surprisingly active on Facebook. I remember James Gunn when he was on the show said that he was on Facebook a lot and I thought, really? But I'm, I never go there anymore. But lately I have been using my Facebook page quite a bit more. So go there. That's where I post videos. Facebook.com slash the Allison Rosen. I was just going to say like one of those commenter triggers is like any female comedian. It's just like a flood of negative comments. I can never figure it out and it doesn't matter who it is. it doesn't matter what they've said. There's always like 50 comments like, oh, this chick's not funny. Always. Yeah. 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 Always. I, I, um, before I met Allison, um, I think I was a little bit more dismissive of that idea. Just which idea? The idea that that women get it. That women can be funny. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I still, (laughs) I know what idea you're saying they can. Well, that is a thing with aforementioned former employer. He did not believe that it was worse for women online at all. It's it's not, there's not even a question of whether it's worse for women. It is just 100% worse for women online. Yeah. I just think there's a, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think uh, there are a lot of guys that don't like it when women talk. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Or or try to be funny. I'm not sure what it is. It's Both. Weird. I just think it's nastier when they when you when they don't like women. It definitely gets nastier faster and yeah. like snowballs faster. Somehow. Yeah. 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 You just you can just go. I mean, not to get into it, but yeah, it just get. It, I I can verify it's worse. I don't know why, but I, from your time as a female comedian, <laughs> no, from what I what I see, you what you get. Yeah. Versus what other you know male people are you mansplaining how bad it is for me i I feel really uncomfortable (laughs) talking about this the weird thing is i remember sort of as a mental exercise thinking of the women in the public eye that i think how could anyone say anything negative about them like the most you know inoffensive people and i remember it was amy poehler at yeah. the time, I was like, how could anyone have anything negative to say about her? And you were like, oh, there's tons of negative stuff people have to say about mm-hmm. her. Um, and then I started reading. So, like any person. And I see Jenna. I feel like how could anyone have anything negative to say about you? Oh, and yet gosh. I know from hearing you. Oh, that they you hate get- her. Yeah. <laughs> Forget it. Oh, my it. God. 
Yeah. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah. Man, sometimes it's enough to just make you want to draw the shades around your window. And if you were going to do that, if you were going to try to get blackout shades or just any kind of stylish shade There's or no way vertical this is blind, leading into horizontal it. blind, it is. I'm yeah. going to tell you where you should go to Master spruce segue. up. Thank you. Some people don't appreciate my segues. And I, <laughs> suddenly, suddenly we find ourselves in a spot. It's great. Thumbs up. Awesome. Thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. I am a pro yes. at times. Anyway, blinds.com is where you should go for all of your window dressing needs. And I've said this before, but I will say it again. I wish blinds.com was around when I was decorating the Hollywood place because I had a different curtain hanging from every rod and it created pandemonium Ugh. decor wise, yeah. but also pandemonium or at least chaos relationship wise, because all I talked about cur- was curtains. We had to drive around because I would order curtains online and then we would return them in person. And there was a lot of driving all over town. To Lots return. of returning. Yeah. yeah. Remember I, I solicited your mother's advice. No. She oh. liked the blue ones over the maroon I remember ones. at one point I had uh, some app where I was changing the colors of the different ones so we could see yes. on pictures so that you could right. see every variation. Of see, every... Blinds.com could have helped me and yeah. they could have done that all so much better. Um, thing with Blinds.com is in addition to having a bazillion different choices, their customer service is so good and they all are friendly and they're helpful and they have a team of US-based decorating experts and they want to make your life easier. They want to chat window treatments, curtains, blinds, etc. with you. Um, and uh, you'll be like, how did I ever live without them? And you're in control. You can order free samples to try out at home before you buy. Um, they have a sure fit guarantee. So if you mismeasure, they will remake your window treatment for free and send it right to your home. So there's no risk. There's great discounts all month long at blinds.com. Um, Check out their website. I mean, even just for ideas, they're, but you're going to want to buy if you check out the website because you will get all excited about what you can do. Um, so you guys have been staring at those old shades and curtains all winter long, and you probably have a sneaking suspicion that even the deepest spring cleaning may not improve your view. Time to talk to the experts at blinds.com for window decorating advice that will save you money on your energy bill and help you spruce up any room with a swell designer look. So hurry over to blinds.com where you'll find great discounts all April long from your favorite brands to popular upgrades on sale. You'll go crazy over the value and incredible customer service that's waiting for you. As always, get free color samples, free shipping, free expert decorator advice, and prices that crush prices you'll find in stores. Blinds.com. That's blinds.com. All right. And I want to help blinds.com's lawyers sleep easy and say that a bazillion was just a metaphor for a lot of choices that's on right the site or a hyperbole hyperbolic metaphor a plethora maybe. that's what you meant yeah mm-hmm. not an actual number no so i want the listeners to understand that and the lawyers thank you whatever would i do without you i'd probably be they'd sue the pants off me someone would i someone be know. like i don't even have enough fingers to count to i bazillion. got your back <laughs> thank you were you about to say something, Daniel? <laughs> For the Good second Lord. time? I'm sorry. No, you, keep, no. you keep looking like you're <laughs> about to. I was just imagining a lawsuit where they, all they ask for are your pants. I don't think it would be worth it, but, you know, it'd be funny. What would settling that lawsuit be like? You can have my cuffs? Yeah. <laughs> anyway i want to thank all of you for being on the show this was delightful um 
I mentioned our ringtone available earlier, but that is uh, available. You can get that by searching Hey Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. We are going to make another ringtone available soon. And also we're going to get our uh, ringtone. We're going to make that available for Android soon, too. So just you wait. And we have two special bonus episodes available recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival. The first one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. The next one with Doug Benson, musician Matt Costa, and the former Thursday Gang. Those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. You can get that by searching Allison Rosen in iTunes. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Email us, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F show at gmail.com. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, perhaps some um, some calorie-restricted dog food, some dog toys that will exercise your fat dog, things that aren't even related to dogs. But you know you are going to buy something on Amazon because they have everything. Click to the banner on my website, AllisonRosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, and it helps out the show. Thank you guys so much for your Amazon support. Thank you for your PayPal support. There's PayPal links on the right side of my website, AllisonRosen.com. Okay, Vince. Thank you so much for being on the show. Where should people go to find you? Uh, at Film Drunk. I have a podcast called the Film Drunk Frogcast, and that's on iTunes and FilmDrunk.com. Perfect. And Jeff, where should we go for you? You can find me at Colonel Jeff Fox on the Facebook, the Instagram, and the Twitter. <laughs> Perfect. Daniel? Uh, at Daniel Quantz, Q-U-A-N-T-Z, on the stuff. <laughs> Alan? At Alan Moss, A L L A N. M-O-S-S on okay. Twitter and Instagram. And Jenna. And plug um, your podcast too. Yes, that's what I was going to plug. Follow, okay. uh, if you want, you can listen to more of me and Alan during the week. Uh, and that is, uh, I just forgot the name of my podcast. Sorry, it's not called sorry. Sorry, not sorry <laughs> with Jenna Kim Jones. We just got new cover art. It has your name in it. From our fans uh, that we're really happy about. They were super yeah, nice. Yeah, people like it. And uh Anyway, go check us out if you want. It's fun. We tell jokes and do weird segments, and we like it. So, All right. And Dustin? Oh, nowhere. And I did want to point out to people <laughs> who might listen to Jenna, she is a female comedian. So I just I think everyone should know that going in. Let her have it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just Be- really yeah. rip me a new one. <laughs> yeah. Really just go after me. Just know, just know what you're getting into, people. Yeah. <laughs> we actually have a into. segment. It can be dangerous. JKJ's but... Joke Corner, where I just tell jokes. And they usually, it's very awkward because there's no audience. So it's just like me telling jokes. And occasionally, Al will laugh. But actually, our <laughs> listeners occasionally, uh, nice. occasionally, yes, yeah. he's a tough crowd, and uh, actually, the listeners seem to really enjoy it as in yeah. its awkward glory. So check it out, and check you guys might out. periscope soon. We are going to dabble in it Maybe. If, as soon as we Al will. I feel me much more comfortable it. now. I pre- thank you, Allison. You're welcome. Thank yeah. you for. I was like your canary. Yeah, you really brought me into a new <laughs> technical dimension. Perfect. Oh. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend.